0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com.
1: That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Draft is only one week away, and we're losing it. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. Future High School Special Teams Coordinator of the Year, And with me, as always, is AJ Michael Dixon Marchese. That is my real middle name, so. We just call him AJMDM. Today, we're going to break down our top five kickers slash punters and our top five return specialists in the 2019 NFL Draft and finish our divisional NFL Draft previews with the NFC South and the NFC West.
1: Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a Ned or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day, draft Matt Gay on the second day, just get Matt Gay on your squad let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together let's go seven rounds forever and that's a song
0: I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal let SeatGeek SeekGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Seat Geek, life's an event. We have the tickets. That's a cool catchphrase. That's my takeaway. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Even cooler. Yeah. It's uh, our favorite time of the year, Yeah, the week before the week of the draft, where uh, we just run out of positions and do special team stuff. <laughs> so yes, we're going to do our top five kickers slash punters, and then our top five return specialists. Um, And I think AJ's really into kicking, and I'm really into punting, so it really plays mm-hmm. off it each year. Yep. We, we're perfect. Yep. No other podcast in the NFL Draft world is dedicating an episode to kickers and punters, I reckon.
1: I hope not. I wouldn't listen. It's hard to find, like, even just the Google rankings.
0: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I had to, like, mm-hmm. find a list of names, and I went to multiple websites.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh,
0: anyway, uh, I guess we'll just dive right into our kickers and punters.
1: I think we're going to have the same number one, but we're going to vary greatly from there on out. I definitely agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Starting at five, who's your fifth overall kicker and punter slash punter?
1: <laughs> Number five. Uh, so the, the bottom of the kickers uh, were tough for me to separate.
0: Well, actually, be before we jump right in, <laughs> okay. Uh, I found there to be a lot more talent at the punter position than the kicker position.
1: I don't. I don't hate the kickers. They're just not. I don't think they're special talents. I wouldn't draft any of them. Um, yeah, I agree. But, Big agree. But, but yeah. But yeah. Um, I would. I would never
0: draft a kicker or a punter, though.
1: I mean, I. I think you can make a case for, for drafting punters. I think our number one punter. We're gonna have the same one. Uh, should be drafted. Michael
0: Dixon's the only punter I think I would have ever drafted.
1: Yeah, how about next year, Brayden Man, baby. Oh, well,
0: Braden Man, I'd take in the first round, but that's that's a next year problem. Yeah, for
1: me. wait for that. And when we do our SEC show in the summer, it'll be mostly Braden Man. The uh, Man
0: Talk. He's, he might get his own episode. We're not sure yet. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway Yeah, so who you got at five?
1: So five a Five was actually tough for me I, I think I ended up landing on On John Barron The kicker from San Diego State uh, It's like between him and Austin Siebert If I can talk about both of them Like Siebert He's consistent The accuracy's good doesn't have the biggest leg, but the impressive thing with him is like he's really good on kickoffs. It's I think he's got one of the best touchback percentages in the country.
0: He's built like a stocky running back.
1: He is, yeah. But I end up with John Barron, the San Diego State prospect. Uh, the leg is big, the kicking is consistent. He's got a good kickoff too. It's consistently through the end zone. Not as good as Siebert, but uh, better. The thing that kinda of scared me off was Siebert. I think in his career and he's he played there for four years. He only attempted one from fifty plus. That scares me away. Uh, with Barron, he was 5-for-5 five five from 50-plus this season alone. Long of 54, not, nothing spectacular, didn't miss an extra point. Uh, bit of a project, again, I'm not drafting him, but <laughs> he's, number five. he's number 5 for me.
0: 5 for me is where I have Rice punter Jack Fox. Oh, give him more respect, but we'll get there. I, I think with Fox, um, like I don't think he'll be drafted, but yeah. I think he's the type of guy, he's going to be a starting punter in the NFL.
1: He looks, he's good, man. He, uh,
0: I don't think he's got the biggest leg in the world, but like it's good enough. His hang time, his mechanics, is, like he's just very consistent. Mm-hmm. Like there's no major thing to fix with him. Um, no, I like he's, I he's 352nd on my big board <laughs> with uh, Trevor Daniel comp, but um, no, I do think he'll be like a guy who, who's got a chance to start in the NFL as a punter for a handful of years.
1: I'll, I'll get there with Jack Fox. I'll say my piece in a bit. Uh, okay. Uh, Who do you got it for? For I got the LSU kicker, Cole Tracy. I, like, he's just very cool, very calm, very collected.
0: I That was my biggest note. On, I have him yeah. uh, a bit higher, but my biggest... He was, to me, the best kicker. My biggest note on him was just the poise.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's where you're getting with him, for sure. Uh, and, like, even, like... Not just in situations, but the snap and the hold seemed pretty inconsistent often, and he didn't seem phased by the bobble delayed mishandled yeah. holds and you see a lot of college kickers do that little stutter and obviously n f l when there's a poor snap, but like that didn't affect him his his mechanics were clean, he's going through the ball all the time. the leg talent doesn't seem special yes,
0: but- that was like the i li- like i like him I don't like this kicker class, I think he's the yeah. best one. But like like you said, poise mechanics. But the, he doesn't have a ton of leg.
1: No, he he doesn't. Um, and he didn't handle the kickoffs, which kind of a little scary. But uh, I still like him. Transfers from Assumption College, only one year at LSU. Yeah, cool mean, story. Yeah, three for five from fifty plus. That's always big for me. Six for seven from forty to forty nine. Those are good numbers. I, I think he'll be uh, he'll be a, he'll be given a shot to be a starting kicker.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, four for me. This is where I got my sleeper.
1: Ian Berryman from Western Carolina. Okay, this is amazing. I have no idea who that is. Please enlighten me. Um, he uh, big,
0: big leg, um, punter, big leg, yeah. pretty accurate. Mechanics can get a little sloppy. The hang time uh isn't always great. Mm-hmm. But the type of guy that he probably won't make a roster right away. Yeah. But um, I think like he's got the tools, and you get him out of like like nothing wrong with Western Carolina, but you get him like around NFL special teams coaches, who can like clean up some stuff with him, and I think he's got a shot to be a big leg punter in the league. Three uh, hundred fortieth on my board with a
1: Rigoberto Sanchez comp. Love it. So uh, there is another sleeper in the class. I couldn't find any tape on him. Uh, Jamie Gillen from Arkansas Pine Bluff. I, I, I know I mentioned to you before the the uh, the, the show, Rob. Nicknamed the Scottish Hammer, baby. <laughs> that alone, Born in Scotland. That alone, I'd sign him with. I know. Um, he, like I said, Pine Bluff. The Browns have had him in for a visit. I think a couple other teams tested. Can I redo his testing numbers? Because they're pretty sick. Please. Six one two zero seven. Ran a four six nine. Bench twenty three. Thirty six and a half inch vert. Nine foot eight broad jump. Uh, <laughs> good good athlete for the position. Again, didn't find any tape. He only averaged forty two and a half. Not elite numbers, uh, but yeah, the, you might hear his name possibly with the hype he's been getting. <laughs> Anyways, Dang, thanks for throwing that at us. I think uh, I had to. He's been he's been whispered in circles, so. All right, who do you have at three? Okay, number three, my longtime boy. You don't like him now. Shame on you, Robert. Matt Gay, Lou Groza, winner, Utah. All right. He didn't win Lou Groza this year, did he? No,
0: last year. Yeah, so let's let's clear that up.
1: It was a bit of a down year. I'm not going to lie about that. He's my okay? number two overall kicker,
0: so it's not like I hate him. I just didn't think he's better than the punters.
1: I put him over Tracy because, again, I am betting on the leg talent, baby. Uh, you throw on the Stanford game. Right hash, 49 yards, easy. Left hash, 48 yards, easy. Kicked off. Uh, I didn't love the kickoffs, to be honest. Doesn't have that like loft on it, more of a drive kicker. It's into the end zone consistently, but they're not boomers. Uh, you see him work on tackles. I, uh, I think is gonna be a good kicker. I'm betting on the leg talent. It might not work out, but uh, again, he's he's like six foot two thirty, so I love that too. <laughs> I uh,
0: I don't know. He just I think I, it'll take some time with him. I don't think he's got that great a leg. I uh,
1: I, I don't think it's like it, it's like transcendent special, but I think it's the best in of the group. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I yeah. I don't. I didn't. Like it's I, better than Cole Tracy's. Yeah. I just, Again,
1: um, I am biased though because I've been in love with him for many years. So. Uh,
0: but yeah, I I wasn't a big fan of his. Uh, three for me. This is where I have Cole Tracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we touched a lot of this stuff. The poison, like the uh, the mechanics and the overall accuracy, are nice. Yeah. The only thing that will hold him back is the overall like talent. Like he just doesn't yeah. have a hammer to the leg, and he's a smaller guy too. Yep. Um, but I do think if you just want. A safe bet at kicker. This is the guy you kind of lean with. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, like high high floor, low ceiling for a kicker. I
1: I agree, and I think he's he can be a really solid kicker in the NFL. Yeah,
0: three so. seventeenth on my board with a Will Lutz comp. <laughs> nice.
1: Will Lutz a good kicker. Uh yeah, I love Will Lutz. Um, I think he's my fantasy kicker. All right, who you got it too? Okay. Number two is where I have Jack Fox from Rice, the best player on the, that team, okay? I like the leg more than you do. I like the hang time. You said it was good. I agree. Uh, I think he's an accurate kicker. He can deaden the ball. He can put backspin on it. He's very good uh, making it land inside the 20. He's got a couple of other tricks in the bay, which I always like to look for. Um, tries to make tackles. Always something I like. He had a big hit against LSU. He's a big guy. Uh, he's a bigger guy. I, I I can pull up his size. Uh, he's 6'2", 224. Thank you. The pressure seems to uh, affect him a little bit at time. But, I mean, I've also seen him, he, like, the high snap, he jumped, made the catch. He moved right to his right away he's from also, a, He's also
0: got the Rice special teams group around him.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, I, I know. I, I, it does drop him, but he would have been number one. But the group's so good. Um, but yeah, the high catch, he moved to right away from the rush. It came right away. Hit a boomer. Beautiful. I loved it. Uh, he's a solid kickoff man. He can control the ball a bit on kickoff, too, which I think we're going to see teams, I guess we already have, but use that more, do it short of the end zone, try to pin teams. Um, the fun thing is he, he, he was a specialist for the uh, the long kick on the team, the long field goal guy. Um, he wasn't very good, but you could see how big the leg was. <laughs> like, I think he, he lined up for 53. He missed it terribly to the left, but, like, it had the distance. And that's what matters And that's what matters And one more thing He had a, he did his own cut up 20 minutes of all his punts And it was amazing And I, I, that, that bumps up for me too So, so. did Ian Berryman you didn't even know who he was I know I know I mean, I, I'm ashamed of myself uh,
0: Okay Number two for me Is where I have Stanford punter Jake
1: Bailey See we, we differ on Bailey They're I like Jake
0: this. Bailey a lot Like I, I think don't... Him Him And the guy We're both gonna have Number one Teaser uh, Are the two guys I think can be Like make a team And start right away uh, with Bailey, I don't, I don't think he has great hang time. No, I wasn't impressed with that. And I think his accuracy is sporadic, yeah. but he's damn clean mechanically, and I think he's got a big old leg.
1: I like the leg is solid. Uh, yeah, the hang time was mad. See,
0: think- the, the, with the hang time and the accuracy, that's like more about placement, and I think that's something that uh, special teams coordinator in the NFL can probably clean up pretty quickly. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to take mechanics and, and leg talent. Uh, over that at punter. Okay, fair, All enough. Right. fair enough. Even though I uh, love yeah. hang time, but
1: for me it felt like he was either like he wasn't getting inside twenty. It was either falling short or he it was he's was putting the end zone. Um, and the backspin didn't seem working. I, I like a punter with a big bag of tricks. So I wasn't I wasn't the highest like gym, our number really. one guy. Like our number one guy who's uh, got a deep deep bag of tricks. With,
0: with Bailey, I have him two ninetieth on my board and a Sam Cook comp. <laughs> okay. Okay, number uh, one. Number one. Unquestionably, I think, right?
1: Yeah. I like Jack Fox a lot, but unquestionably, And yes.
0: I like Bailey a lot, too. But, uh, yeah, unquestionably, Mitch Wyschnowski, the Utah punter, is the number mm-hmm. one punter slash kicker in this draft.
1: Uh, the, the leg is big.
0: Like, to me, he's not on the Michael Dixon level, but that's a rare yeah. level, and he's, like, the tier below.
1: Yep, I I think that's fair. Because, uh, like, again, another Australian guy. I, I, I like the Australian kickers because, like, they do the ru- like he he has so many variants in his in his punting style. Like you see him do the rugby style. Yep. Um. You see the classic style. Uh. Backsman's good. Like he, he can kind of do it. Like he can do the uh like the driven bouncing kicks and control lights. Um. Also you know it's kind of fun with him. You see him do like a bit of a hesitation. Where he lets his guys get downfield. Yeah. And doesn't he does. worry about it's the rush, weird. and he puts it up. I know it's weird. I I don't think I've seen a a punter do it in college before. Which yeah, U- kinda of
0: Utah knows how to crank out
1: special. Utah is like special specialist use. so Yeah.
0: Um with him though, the hang time is mm-hmm. what to me really separated him.
1: Yeah, and you see like from the right hash going across the field to like the, the left corner of the end zone. So you know can, what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: he can make every punt like in like yeah. s- in any situation you talked about the the different types of punts and whatnot. I think yeah. like that's kind of what goes into him being so much more NFL ready.
1: Yep. I think he's going to be starting on day one. And I think he's going to get drafted.
0: I think, yeah, I think he'll get drafted in the seventh round.
1: I think he'll be a six-round pick. Six? Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Comp? You want
1: my comp? I do want your comp. Tressway. (laughs) The king. (laughs) Respect. No Andy Lee comps this year makes me sad. Why, you want Andy Lee comps? Yeah, I like Andy Lee
0: comps Andy Lee is like a borderline If punters were allowed to go in the Hall of Fame He'd be in the conversation Oh, I know, I know and Great and man. Maybe next year's Andy Lee maybe. comp And Wisniewski's 266 on my board Okay, good, nice uh, But yeah, if, if you're going to draft someone From this group, that's the guy
1: I'll take I'll take Jack Fox on the late 7th too Yeah,
0: so. just draft all of them, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh on to our kicker or sorry our return specialist now mm-hmm. just counting down the five bigger names here i assume uh, <laughs> yeah. who do you guys is your fifth overall return man
1: fifth i have the af uh, afu the fau kind of surprised, come out kareth whites i i think he's a little bit of a project but he's got 437 speed he only returned kicks the contact balance is solid the vision's pretty good it doesn't shed too many tackles uh But I I think with the speed, a bit of the burst, he reads the ball well, which is always something I look for. Some of the guys, you know, sometimes you just know when guys don't. Uh, I I think he can be a solid return man in the NFL.
0: Uh, Five for me. I don't know if he'll do it in the NFL, but uh, South Carolina receiver Debo Samuel. Natural. Sorry? I have him higher. Let's go. I I bumped him because I wasn't sure if he'd actually get the chance.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I just did it purely. I did it kind of purely. Like,
0: as a kick returner, he... Is probably the second best, like just specifically as a kick returner. I mm-hmm. don't know if he'll do it. Also, not not gonna do much as a punt returner. Um, yep. but yeah, he's like well, it's like seeing him after the catch as a receiver. It's the same idea as a kick returner. He just it, exactly understand. He's like a running back. He he power. Yep. He's got the burst. He's he's got everything you look for in a kick returner. Tour. Four yep. four kick return touchdowns in in his college career. Uh,
1: who do you have at four? Uh, fourth for me is Greg Dortch. Wake Forest probably will be doing returning in the NFL. Uh, the burst is pretty good. I like how he can make him, like, he's a smaller guy, but he can make himself really small, get through the little creases on returns. He's got a lot of jittery to him. He does kicks and punts. I think Dorch is, you know, I think that's going to be one of his roles in the I'm league. I'm
0: surprised he's on your list. He's not really? on
1: Yeah. You don't like Dorch? He's
0: okay. I just, I think there's better options who are better, potentially better slot receivers, too. Hey, uh,
1: that's not, I'm not. I'm not thinking about that. Okay.
0: Four for me is Micole Hardman from Georgia, mm-hmm. who returned both kicks and punts. Uh a bit of a boomer bust type return man, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love his speed. I love um what he does. Even like in in the open field, he can make you miss. Uh, he he's got that like natural shed ability where it's like guys just slip off him. Yeah. Um, no, I think. I think he's gonna be be both uh, a starting slot and uh, return man. Whether it's both kicks and punts, I would bet it's just punts. But
1: I yeah, Meeks um, number three for me. I agree. He he does punts and kicks, like you said, but he's definitely better at punts. Yeah, and like the, the it's always you, you tend
0: to see if a guy is, is a legitimate starter if he's gonna do something between kicks and punts. It's gonna be punts.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like. Like you said, like he's he's an explosive dude. The second he gets the ball in his hands, he's taking off. The vision's good. The speed, the straight line speed's really good. Yeah, I think I I agree with you. He's gonna be a slot guy, and he's gonna be the punt returner day one for Mm -hmm. you. Uh,
0: okay. Three for me is where I have Toledo receiver Deontay Johnson.
1: I don't like Deontay Johnson. Okay, I think I think
0: similar idea to Hardman. But I think he's a better overall kick returner, and I think he'll do it more frequently. Probably Mm -hmm. probably because he's not going to be a starting slot from day one. Um, He's he's a big, big play guy on returns. I like his vision a lot. He's not the same athlete as McCall Harbin. Yeah,
1: the vision is, I think that's his best trait.
0: Yeah, like he uh, understands angles, uh, what holes to hit, both on kick and punt return. Um, And and he's a tough mother effort.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... See, like, Johnson's on my list, but lower. He's not on my top five. Um, like, yeah, the speed is meh for me, and he, it's it's fine. But, yeah, the vision's good. Like, he's solid. I think he can probably be doing it. Um, Punts, I saw really, some really questionable fair catches from him. Uh, that kind of turned me away a little bit. But, yeah, I think kick return, he's better. I agree with you. Who <laughs> you got it too. Number two for me is where Debo Samuel is. Again, I, I, know, I don't know how much he's going to do it. He's Whoa, only a you, One of
0: my guys in my top two is not on your list. Apparently, yeah. That's a weird uh, take. You're I don't wrong.
1: Know. You might not know who my number
0: one guy is, though. I'll say that.
1: Because <laughs> I'm stupid, I know. Anyways, you know who's not stupid? Debo Samuel. He's smart. He's very uh, good vision. He's dynamic. Obviously, you see him with the ball in his hands. I hope uh, he
0: gets the chance at kind of. But at the same time, he's such a good receiver, you don't want to like risk I wonder it if depends he'll be where he a situational lands. Situational kick returner, just like maybe. Like, do you remember how the Ravens
1: used to have Ed Reed return punts in big moments? Yeah. Like, I wonder if he'll be used like that in kick return moments. It's yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, dynamic athlete, very good athlete, makes a lot of guys miss. Like you said, he's like a running back with the ball in his hands. He breaks so many tackles. Uh, when you watch the whole Miss game, and I think it happened a lot this year, teams were just keeping the ball away from him, like going the opposite way or going short, squibbing. Because the opening kickoff, I think they tried to do it. It was a bad kick. Uh, Debo picked it up. It was a bit of a scramble and he he housed it. So Mm -hmm. he's scary. Uh, Okay, number two for me is Memphis running back
0: receiver Tony Pollard. I think he's a overrated as a... Okay, he does okay. return punts. I think he's overrated a bit as a kick returner. He's Tony not,
1: is is my number one. He's not a
0: great... Like, he's my number two. I think I, I think yep. he's a good kick returner, but, like... He had a down
1: year this year. I'm yeah. not going to... I, do I don't
0: think... Like, he's not a great athlete straight line or... Uh, yep. Um, Agility-wise. Like, nope, he's a smarter return man than he is an explosive return man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like... You... you, you Like he can break tackles, he can make you miss a bit. He's got some burst to him, but like again, he's just there's no one thing that kind of stands out to his game.
1: No, that's fair. I I don't disagree. Um, I think he's jittery. I like his patience. I think he's really his vision's really good. It was a down year. Team still kept it away from him. Towards the end of the year, he got more chances and he was better at it. Uh, He still left Memphis tied for the most kick returns in college touchdowns in college history. Yeah. He's my number one. I, I, now I'm curious to see who your number one is.
0: So my number one's a guy who we talked about uh, in the summer who I kind of liked as a, a potential return man slot type. Uh, he didn't end up doing that much as a receiver for Boston College, but uh, was a really good return man, and I am a fan of his. I think, like, undrafted makes your team as a return man. Can return kicks and punts. Michael Walker from Boston College.
1: Yeah, he, he was up there with the return numbers this year.
0: Um, has it, like legit reminds me of Alex Erickson where it's going to be, he's going to make your team (laughs) and play a while as your just overall return man. Yeah. Uh, solid speed. Um, he, the thing that I liked about him entering the year as a receiver was his ability, uh, like his quick footwork. And Mm -hmm. I thought I saw potential. there as a route runner. It didn't like totally translate, but it does translate on returns. Really smart. Um, understands pacing. Um, can, can break tackles. Uh, uh, agile enough, like I, I think he's gonna be a guy who makes a team returning kicks and punts.
1: He definitely put up the good, uh, good numbers this year. Uh, I Walker's interesting. Uh, can I throw one more name out there? Yeah, who I th- he tested really well. I kind of liked him in the summer too as a running back. He didn't have a great year, but always interesting to me. Ty Johnson from Maryland. Yeah,
0: I think I, 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 I he, like if I, if we did ten, like yeah. I think Dorch would probably be six for me. Mm-hmm. Ty Johnson might be seven.
1: Yeah, he's he's six for me. Uh, he's a build-up speed runner. He's not a he's not a burst dude. He's really well built. He's five eleven, two ten. Like top you, speed. Can
0: you see him making a team for his return ability and um, maybe end up like your third running
1: back? Yeah, I think so. And he can do a bit out of the backfield catching the ball too. So like, uh, he ran a 4'4". That helps him a lot. And you can see the top speed looks good. It's long speed. The, the lateral agility is just okay. He's only a kick return guy. You don't want you don't want that on punt return. I'll throw another I, guy
0: out there, Poppy White. Oh, I love Poppy White. I, uh, Poppy White's the type of guy. He's gonna like some fan base is gonna love him just for his preseason.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. I love Poppy White. It's gonna be me and the, the I don't know the Carolina Panthers fan base loving Poppy
0: yeah. White. Yep, yep, yep uh since we started the show i get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with i don't always know who's gonna win but i do know where to go the answer is my bookie between their live in-game betting endless props and fantasy sports wagers there's something for everyone with the best player perks in the sports book business they've been good to us and we know they'll be good to you they're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code Heaven when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you've now got an extra $50 to play with. That's mybookie.ag promo code Heaven. You play, you win, you get paid. Your ad reads are so professional today. I know. If, if, if it was kicker and punter talk I'm going to be on my game
1: It honestly is one of the more fun episodes For me, I'm not going to lie
0: It's because no one can hold anything we say against us Because nobody really knows I, I know uh, Okay um, Speaking of Finishing not our anything. NFL draft division previews uh, We're going to start with the NFC South Then go into the mighty NFC West The best division in
1: football Big retweet, absolutely
0: uh, And NFC South, the worst
1: <laughs> Yep <laughs>
0: I don't mean that, or do I? Uh, and and we'll start with the Falcons, um, who pick 14th, 45th, and 79th. What do you got?
1: Okay, like I said before the show, <laughs> these became doing the mocks the way we do them, are, it, it becomes very, very difficult when we get to the end of this. Because <laughs> we're not trying to repeat players, and the whole thing changes, and uh, you forget, guys, and it gets hard. So somebody's going to be bad for me. You ready, Rob? Yes. This one's not bad, though. The Atlanta Falcons at 14. I took Ed Oliver. I love the fit. They might have to trade up for him like we talked about on one of the podcasts last week. The rest of the starters, which comes out on Fridays. This week's Saturday. <laughs> they might have to trade up for him. I didn't do that here. But I think it's a good fit. And uh, that's going to be a fun interior of the defensive line. If they if they add him with Grady Jarrett and Dedrin Sinat, that's fun. I don't I don't care how talented they are. Just keep keep adding there. It's too fun. Uh, at forty-five in the second round, I uh, I got them. Greg Little, the tackle from Ole Miss, too rich for me. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see where Greg Little goes. I think he's you think he's a lot for the second round, right? I don't. You think he might slip?
0: I I think he'll go in the third round. He he was so bad at the combine. It's That's like true. The hype kind of disappeared on him. That's true. But at the same time. Like, who knows how the NFL actually views them? Like,
1: we're seeing Titus Howard, or we're hearing Titus Howard, like, early second, late first right now. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, Greg Little, (laughs) I'd rather bet on him than Titus Howard. Uh, uh, They need another tackle. The right tackle spot's bad. (laughs) Get get Greg Little. And uh, 79th, I got them Sean Bunting, the corner from Central Michigan. Probably going to go higher than that. But adding to that DB group, uh, just a solid guy. I, I think, like... You know they they went with the longer guys. They they got some of, like the gadgety dudes. You know what I mean. Get just a solid guy that can. B- Punching's
0: long press guy. He's kind of like Isaiah Oliver.
1: Yeah, but I think he's got a little more, like I don't know, a little more dy- dynamic in him. Like he, I think he can do a little more than Isaiah can. I, I like Isaiah, but I'm, you know what I'm saying.
0: That gives him nice overall height between him, Trufant, and Oliver.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, for me, I also I kind of feel like one of these two guys uh, will somehow end up with the Falcons, and you hit at Oliver already, and I have them at 14 getting Brian Burns, the Florida State edge. Mm-hmm. Um, he fits
1: what the, what they like, I think a lot. Too.
0: The the there's been I feel like almost every mock has had one one of those two fall to Atlanta, and everyone knows Dan Quinn's not dumb enough to pass one of those guys
1: up. <laughs> Dan Quinn, one of the best defensive line. Uh... Coaches. Yeah, definitely. coaches and evaluators, I think.
0: And um, with with Burns, I think they understand that. Okay, he might not be the strongest guy in the world, but he 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 supplies an instant pass rush. You get him across from Tack McKinley, that gives you stalwart ends to build uh, on. With On the outside And you've got Like you, you mentioned Obviously they have Grady Jarrett They're going to try and lock him up Long term You've mm-hmm. got Sonat As your like one, tech, one uh, Run stuffer Like Vic Beasley Never developed I think Burns yeah. is so much more talented Than Vic Beasley Was coming me out Me too Me too Uh Then 45th You do get your Grady Jarrett Insurance slash There's nothing wrong with having Three interior defensive linemen Nope Not at all And they take This is a little, little rich for me But I think this is more Where the NFL views them uh, Draymond Jones From Ohio State
1: um Draymond's going to be interesting to see where he goes.
0: Yeah, he's in the same boat as Greg Little where it's like he could go anywhere from early second round to you,
1: like the early fourth. Yeah, like yeah. depending yeah.
0: how they view him. Yeah. Uh and with, with Draymond Jones, he he's a guy who I don't think's going to give you a ton versus the run, but you bring him in on passing downs and stick him and Grady Jarrett next to each other and then base downs you go with uh um Sunot and Jarrett. I think that yep. that's a really interesting trio. I agree. Uh and then 79 same idea as you. Uh, they need they need a tackle. They, well, they just need O line help in general. They, they yeah. I know they signed James Carpenter, Jamal Brown, and Tyson Brelo. I think <laughs> none of those guys are good, but they paid them as if they're yeah. going to start. So yeah. go get Yadni Kajust, who I think is going to fall a bit. Uh, I think the NFL doesn't view him the same way some of the media folk do.
1: Us, yeah.
0: And with Kajust, you get a guy to develop as your starting right tackle. Uh, and, and I I'm a big fan of his.
1: My I am as well.
0: Uh, and... The, the experts. The experts. DJ has them going Brian Burns. Matt Miller has them going Cody Ford. Uncle Mel has them going <laughs> Ed Oliver. You're still Uncle Mel.
1: I'm, I'm such an Uncle Mel.
0: All three of those, like, that makes it sense. Makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. All right, on to the Panthers, who pick 16th, 47th,
1: 77th, and 100th. Uh, 16th. Cleveland, Farrell, Edge, Clemson. I've kind of had this one penciled in for a bit. I... I mean, I, I guess I, he's, that's a little high for me, but I think with how the edges are going to come off the board, uh, Carolina's gonna get got to get their guy there. Forty seventh, I got them adding to the DB room, getting them Juan Thornhill to safety from UVA. Uh, I, like I guess, like the purest thing they have at safety, like Eric Reed's good, but uh, just you know, they they need another safety. They they need him to go and help, and he can do a lot of things for you and uh, kind of play all over. So. I like that, seventy uh, seventh. Uh, I already mentioned his name. I think he's going to go higher, but they get Titus Howard from Alabama State. I wouldn't even get him. In the, I wouldn't take him in the third round, but he's going to go higher than this apparently. But uh, between Taylor Moden and Daryl Williams, who's only on a one year deal, they don't have too much else. And if you're not re signing him, and they're both playing right tackle, you got to add to that group. And lastly, I picked number one hundred. I got them Damien Harris from Alabama, who I think is just going to be a really, really good um, guy to pair with Christian McCaffrey.
0: Uh, okay, I have them same idea as you, uh, but not farrell. I've them getting montez sweat at sixteenth. Yep. Either way, I think one of those guys is who they want. It fits what they do at edge. It's a big, yeah. uh, for, first style in the sense that they they can rush the passer a bit, but they're also really strong run defenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then forty seventh, I think one of the one of the more marquee receivers is gonna fall. Um, and I have it being Kelvin Harmon. Okay. And I think he is perfect for what they still need at receiver to compliment yeah. D.J. Moore. He's the size guy who can win 50-50 balls downfield. Um, a good version of what they've tried with Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches. Yeah. Uh, and then 77th, also a similar idea. They need an offensive lineman, an offensive tackle in particular. Like you mentioned, Moten is a really, really good right tackle. Daryl Williams like is a pretty good right tackle. Yeah. One of them, I would keep Moten at right tackle. I think you've, you've got Daryl Williams on the one-year deal. You should try him at left tackle if you're going to try either of them. I, and, I agree. I agree. And then I have been taking Greg Little, 77th, who can sit a year and then hopefully become that starting left tackle you, you mm-hmm. want. Uh, and he fits kind of what they do with tackles. They take big, mean offensive of tackles generally. Yeah. And then 100th, you have a hole at guard. Uh, this is one of my favorite guys who is sliding under the radar a bit because um, he tours ACL as a senior. Alex Bars from Notre Dame. Yeah. To me, he is a plug-and-play guard at left guard, and uh, him and uh, Trey Turner gives you two nice guards for the Panthers.
1: There, there was a lot of love for bars like, in January and February, and it just seems like people have kind of forgot about him.
0: He's like, we, like I, I did a deep dive on him the other day, and I'm like quite, like, I, I he's in my top bars. Yeah. Uh, and the experts say DJ says Garrett Bradbury. Uh, Matt Miller says Brian Burns. Mel Kuyper says Cologne Farrell. You are Uncle Mel. <laughs> That's weird that that keeps happening. Okay, I know. on to the New Orleans Saints, who traded their first round pick to draft Marcus Davenport, and they traded their third round pick for Teddy Bridgewater. So they only have the sixty second overall pick in the first three
1: rounds. Who do you got them going with? I got them a money hooker from Iowa. Just help that secondary. Uh, that secondary, so I don't know. I don't know. A, they they already signed Patrick Robinson to be their starting I, nickel, though. I know, but I don't. I don't love Patrick Robinson. I think just like but you've paid him. I I know, but it's what I would do. Some of these are what I think they're going to do, and some of these are what I would do, and this is what I would do. So, I think. What, what What do you What who'd you go with?
0: I think they need to take a receiver. I think that, I think if you were to look at their biggest needs, it's receiver, defensive line, and offensive
1: line depth. It's like they they don't have a lot of glaring holes. Obviously, I they're think a they do at receiver. Uh, like, you. I mean, they still they went with Traquan last year. I I like Traquan.
0: So. Yeah, but they the, Okay, and Michael Thomas, the new third receiver, Theodore again. Yeah, like, what it you is. can't just keep. So I have
1: them like getting their eventual Ted Ginn replacement, in Andy Isabella. No, I think that's a good pick. I mean, I I'm not saying don't draft a receiver, but you can do it in the fourth. I think with the, with the depth of the class, I, I think like Andy Isabella is the perfect Ted Game replacement for that offense. I think I think
0: Andy Isabella will be great in that offense. Um. And then the experts don't say anything because they don't have a <laughs> first-round pick. Okay, Tampa Bay. Uh, 5th,
1: 39th, and 70th. Okay, this is my worst one. You ready? It's my best I, one. It's my worst one. <laughs> I already mocked them trading out from 5th for, uh, for the Broncos to jump to there and draft Drew Lock. So they're at 10. They take Devin White. That works out for both of the teams. Uh, Broncos get up. They get Lock. Tampa gets Devin White in a little bit better value. Okay, they pick up 41 from Denver, so they have 39 and 41. These are two guys I would not take in this position, but the NFL apparently likes them, and uh, it fits what they need. Uh, 39, Todd Bowles gets himself a project at corner. Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky. Again, I wouldn't touch him here. 41, Bruce Bruce Arians gets his running back, Miles Sanders from Penn State. He'll like what he can do in in the receiving game and stuff. Mix him in with Ronald Jones if he likes him at all. Again, I would not do that. At seventy, uh, something that makes a lot more sense. Terry McLaurin from Ohio State uh, to be their stretch guy, their Deshaun Jackson replacement, uh, inside outside ability. I think that's a cool fit. I think if they don't get Hollywood Brown, which looks like the guy they're looking for, and I would I would like that pick. I think McLaurin could do some of the stuff to a lesser extent, and like the speed wise, and still be a good, really good wide receiver for them.
0: All right, I have them at fifth getting Devin White. I think we both think that's going to be – that's who yeah. they're aiming for, whether it's at the fifth spot or not. That's, yeah. I think, the guy. Uh, at 39, I think they're, they're in love with Hollywood Brown, and that's who I have them taking. But he could go so many different spots. I know. they might I already have, have to, him gone, so. They might have to move up to actually get him, even though I don't think he's worth
1: a first-round pick. See, if but if they, drop, if they drop a bit and then move – Like you know, say they do the trade if they
0: if and they trade those two seconds move up, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Or even the second and the third, yeah.
0: And then seventieth, I think running back. I, it's hard to know what they think about Ronald Jones. I know, but I think the running backs will slide. David Montgomery from Iowa State, you get him. He he gives you more of an edge at running back than Jones. Jones is more of a, yeah, uh, get
1: a slasher. Long a, speed. Gun. Yeah, and
0: Dave Montgomery's tough yards can do uh, some damage in the passing game. I think yeah. that'd be a fun combo to roll I, with.
1: I think that's a cool combo. If if Ronald Jones can get his shit together, but
0: yeah. Uh, and then the experts say DJ says Montez Sweat, Matt Miller says Quinn and Williams, Uncle Mel says Devin White. You are Uncle Mel. <laughs> I
1: won't be Uncle Mel in the next one. So. You see, will? No, I bet I, I won't. I mean, maybe I will. Actually, fuck. We'll see.
0: Uh, okay, on to the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals pick first, thirty-third, and sixty-fifth. I think we both know who's first.
1: Well, I I, I can't do it. Kyler Murray is already gone for me what? three months ago. I you took him. The, We've to known Kyler Murray is
0: the number one pick for months. I know, but you uh, thought he was going to fall to thirteen.
1: I had him there. You don't remember? You yelled at me then. I didn't think oh, so. But...
0: Well, you deserve to get yelled at again. Okay, this is what I'm doing.
1: I'm not taking Kyler Murray. I'm taking Nick Bosa first because you have Josh Rosen. I believe in Josh Rosen. I don't know if they do, but this is what I am doing. Oh, 33rd... so I
0: traded Josh Rosen for the
1: three future first-round picks. That's smart. Yeah, See? Thanks. Why don't you? Okay, let's hear him. What would you get with him? Anyways. Uh, 33rd, Chris Lindstrom, B.C. Add to the interior of the offensive line. They signed Sweezy, but, I mean, he's only good in Seattle, apparently. Uh, I I like Chris Lindstrom a lot. I think that just going to help your offense overall. 65th, Riley Ridley, wide receiver, Georgia. It's another – the whole wide receiver group is going to be interesting to see where they fall, where they go. Uh, I think Ridley would be a very good fit. Get them that true outside guy. Good route runner. Oh, they have Kevin White, did you forget? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did for you.
0: There you go. Uh, okay, I've been going Kyler Murray first overall. Yeah, I think. If they can trade Josh Rosen for the value of a top 10 pick, I would do it because of Kyler Murray's fit in the system Cliff Kingsbury's is going to implement. Yep. Um, if you're trading Josh Rosen for something worse than a first-round pick, that's I'd rather just keep them both. I don't care because <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Or just take Nick Bosa or Quinn and Williams. Yep. Uh, and the 33rd, I think Greedy Williams might fall um, And Arizona needs corner help uh, Obviously, Greedy learning
1: from Patrick Peterson would be so much fun
0: Yeah, like obviously Patrick Peterson's your corner one And then you brought in Robert Alford Who I think uh, is A better, like I like Robert Alford a lot I think you'd play him at nickel If you could get like Greedy that. Williams okay. And your secondary looks a lot safer obviously With Buda Baker and uh, DJ Swearinger mm-hmm. And then 65th yeah, I, I think partially um, because of the receiver depth. I, I have him going tight end over receiver at 65th. And then, hey, go get Antoine Wesley in the fourth round. Um, and I've been taking Jay Sternberger, the Texas A&M tight end. Gives you a guy who who can play kind of all over in that offense uh, and be the safety net for Kyler Murray early on.
1: Yep, that's cool.
0: All three experts say Kyler Murray. Yep,
1: I told you I want to be Uncle Mel.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, okay, on to the LA Rams, who picked 31st, 94th, and 99th. They traded that second-round pick to get Marcus Peters.
1: Okay. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons. I love him. I, I, It's going to be interesting to see where he lands. Obviously, Did you hear? Sorry, just to interject. because going to miss know the we, year. Sorry? That they expect him to miss the whole
0: season. No, no, no. So no, no that he's like apparently a top-20 lock. Oh really? Okay. That's, that's what there was a report the other day. I think Schefter Rapport had it. To, today I, I
1: saw I, that he's expected to miss the entire season. I thought we, I, you knew I, that. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, um, it's just interesting because I think we both think, like. I I think he's a top five player. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I I don't let him get out of the first round. I think. Yeah, like I, mean, I if,
0: if he's there for the Rams, I think they almost have to do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, they just need help. I mean, they need edge pass rush help, but. If Simmons is there, I don't think you can pass him up. Who can afford to let um, Jeffrey Simmons sit more, like miss a year more than the LA Rams can? I think just adding him to that defensive line group would just be too nasty for them to to pass up. And, yeah, like you said, it's hard. to It's hard, just hard. Uh, their third-round picks are at the end of the third. Uh, 94th, I got them taking Isaiah Johnson from Houston. More, I mean, even yes. I wouldn't even take him there. I know. I wouldn't even take him there, but he probably is going to go higher than that. So, hey. And 99th, I, I got them taking your boy from Hawaii, Jelani Tavai, linebacker. They need help at linebacker. Um, late late riser here. I think it's a cool pick. Uh, if not, hey, Jermaine Pratt's still on the board for me, so that's also okay. Uh,
0: okay, 31st. I think there's a chance Colin Farrell falls.
1: It's going to be interesting. Farrell, yeah, Farrell's going to be interesting. He's kind of the one who
0: isn't. Doesn't have the same, like, hype behind him. It could also be Brian Burns, though, which we've be, seen. Yeah. Um, I think one of those two guys might fall a bit. Yep. Uh, and yeah. if, if, although Farrell's not, like, a super traditional 3-4 edge, I don't think that really matters in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's an overrated thing. If Farrell's there, the Rams need edge help, and he, he'd be a, uh, a great guy to add. please plays the run at a high level. Uh, explosive isn't. I don't think he'll be a consistent double digit sack guy, but like Jason Pierre-Paul type of edge. Yeah,
1: especially with um, Wade Phillips there. Yeah, like exa- he's just exa- going to exactly. find a way to. F-
0: yeah, and he's going to get one on ones anyway, and he's really yep. good with his hands. Ninety fourth, I have him taking Jelani Toveev, the linebacker from Hawaii, as well. I think he is a perfect fit as the inside linebacker mm-hmm. uh, in a Wade Phillips type defense. Really uh, violent player. He can add some as a pass rusher too. Like in a traditional 4-3 he's like a perfect sam type he's got a lot of want is perfect to his game uh and then 99th i have them getting their nose tackle and daylon mac from texas a&m you play him at nose brockers and donald uh, on the d-line with him um yeah I, I think max like the if like dexter lawrence is gonna go in the first round Dalon mac late thirds a great value for a nose tackle
1: I- yeah, I I don't like him that much, but I I think it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes because there's not that many nose like, tackles in this group. Right?
0: He, he yeah. Well, that's a, that's another good point. There's yeah. a lot of uh, more like traditionally three tech guys, I, I,
1: and there's a lot of teams that kind of need nose. So like, it, it's just, ca- I think there's gonna be a race to him to be honest. He takes over against
0: Alabama, like mm-hmm. just dominates them. I uh, no, I I he's a guy who's who's raised, risen up my board a bit. Uh, and then the experts say DJ says Jonathan Abram DJ it's loves okay. Jonathan Abram uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Miller says Christian Wilkins And Mel Piper says Garrett Bradbury Who if he's there That would be a nice fit for them It would Yeah uh, Okay 49ers pick second 36
1: and 67 So for me Nick Bose is off the board For the Niners So Again I uh, cool. th- th- I know We both love Brian Burns I got him here I think Burns would be pretty electric on that defensive line. You finally let Solomon Thomas move to three-tech, because I don't know why you haven't. You let Eric Armstead be that rotation guy. You let Buckner work. You let D Ford work. I think that suddenly becomes a monstrous – I mean, it already is a very good D-line group, but it becomes a very, very special one. I mean, with adding Bosa, which obviously is what's going to happen, it's going to be great for them. Uh, I mean, would I take Burns second overall? Not really, but, like, again, the edge group is going to go fast, I think. So – and I like brain birds. 36 is where I have Kelvin Harmon going to the Niners. I think getting that true outside guy for them would be a really nice fit. Um, let Pettis, Pettis can do inside-outside. Goodwin, same. So between the three of them, I think you got a really good group. And uh, at 67, I just wanted to add to their secondary. It's, it's it's a strange secondary. I got them Will Harris from BC. I think just getting a more solid piece back there, let you know who, what their role is going to be. Is gonna. It's just something they kind of need. You know what I mean.
0: I also have them go edge receiver and DB in that order. <laughs> okay. Uh so I have them getting Nick Bosa. I think is yep. a like I love Brian Burns too, but I think mm-hmm. Bosa is the perfect guy for them if he's playing opposite D Ford. I think so too. Right, just because of what he adds as a uh, as a defender. defender. Yep. But like for the exact same reasons you talked about taking edge for them, that's why you take Nick Bosa he's, if he's there, and that, I think that's their dream scenario. Absolutely, and he,
1: its looking like he's going to be there, mm-hmm. obviously.
0: And thirty-six, they—I they, think that they still need another receiver in that group, like you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing Shanahan seems to love is smart, tough route runners. Yep. Uh and so I get—I get them Debo Samuel from South Carolina. And, That's kind of fun. Yeah, and in, in, in this scenario, you've got like like you said, he he likes guys who can play inside and outside, um, and Debo fits that with, uh, as do Goodwin and Pettis. Goodwin becomes your field stretcher, Dante Pettis I think, is your receiver one, and Debo's like your Golden Tate Yak guy. And you mm-hmm. also have the depth of Trent Taylor in the slot. Yeah. Like no big guys, but I I, I think that just seems to be what Shanny likes. And then 60- We haven't
1: really sorry to uh, interrupt you, Rob. We haven't really seen like what what Shanny's really gonna do with this offense. I know we've seen him two years, but it, we we barely seen him with Garoppolo, right? Hmm. We we barely like McKinnon hasn't been on the field yet for them. Like I, I think this this I'm year excited. is going to be the the big test year, and it's going to be really interesting to see how they attack offense in the draft. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then sixty seventh, I have them get a corner. Uh, they like Richard Sherman's obviously their, their number one corner, but yeah. that other corner spot, it's like, I killed Witherspoon didn't play that well. Various no. Moore's a project at corner. Yeah. Um, they signed Verrett, but again. Like, yeah, and Verrett, you want him to be playing nickel if he's going to be healthy. Yeah. I think at Michigan State corner, Justin Lane fits the long Seahawk corner mold that they, they've been trying to, seems like they've been aiming for in San Fran. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, experts also Nick Bosa.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Uh, okay. Seattle, who picked 21 and 84, they trade that second to get Dwayne Brown. Pretty weird trade. trade.
1: Yep. Uh, not, 21st, sorry,
0: not worth it for Houston in the long run. N-
1: no, they should have just kept Wayne Brown. Like, eh, they could have, I don't know, Brown would have added so much more than that second round pick. <laughs> Anyways, Uh 21, I like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson a lot. Uh, they might trade down and get him. I Honestly, it's, the Seahawks are not going to be picking at 21. I'm going to guarantee that right now. They're going to be trading down. But uh, I did mock it there, and I think even if they trade down, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to be a legit target for them. Whether they're playing him at nickel or safety, doesn't matter. They need both, and I think they're going to like the versatility and just kind of opens up everything else for them. Keep Give Shaq Griffin, it was a bit of a down year for him. Let him play uh, left corner. Trey Flowers at right. Uh, at, like That's what I mean. The corner's not as huge as a need for the Seahawks as people seem to think because I think both of them are still good, and I believe in both of them. And then with Tedrick Thompson and Bradley McDougalds, hopefully you get Tedrick off the field. But if you're not, it gives you versatility to, to, you know, to use all of them. 84th, I got them a receiver. Demarcus Lodge from Ole Miss. We both like him a lot. Uh, again, the receiver group is going to be really interesting to see where they all go. Go fall in
0: literally any order. It's so
1: weird. I know. And, like, I think – how many receivers do you think are going to go top 100? I, I think you're going to have a bigger number than I do, but just off the top of your head. Uh, 12? More. more than
0: 12. More than 12. Like, yeah, 18. Well, like, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to, like, gauge, like, how many do I personally have in there. And then, like.
1: I think like, I have, like, 12 or 13. And then, like, I don't have Paris Campbell. So, that's going to be one. And I have, like, 19 in my top 100. Yeah. So, I think, like, like 15 receivers. Ah, but, th- see, when the group is that big, I see them getting pushed down. Yeah, I know. It's,
0: it's anyway. weird. That's what I mean. Like. I'm so getting, excited for, for next year. You could be today. getting a guy like who I really like in Antoine Wesley on day three potentially.
1: Yeah, I know that's true. So I mean Lodge in the mid late. But Lodge,
0: Lodge, I think is a good fit for. I have a different receiver, same idea, and that with that mm-hmm. third round pick for them.
1: I think that's a good fit. Uh, like we're kind of worried about Doug Baldwin now. We're at some of the rumblings, a couple of surgeries this year, maybe the retirement word popping up. It's a little scary. I think Lodge is. He's very—he's just well-rounded. He's another security blanket dude. Uh, kind of honestly, my personal favorite—not saying he's the best, but of the trio at Ole Miss, it's my personal favorite. So, so I mean, you didn't
0: even have him as a top five receiver, you
1: fool. <laughs> I know. I didn't say he's the best one. I say he's my personal favorite. Uh, he's yeah, the best I, one. I'll be very happy if uh, the Seahawks
0: get him. Okay. I also have him going Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Just the I, yeah it seems like the, trade back to do it would be sweet though.
1: Like, I think they're. I, mean, I I I think they're trading back 100%, unless they really love unless someone falls like a blue chip guy, which yeah. probably not. Yeah, or they're really in love with Gardner Johnson or whoever else it is.
0: But like you, you mentioned, just his ability to kind of play anywhere in the secondary, and uh, I th- I think he's a great fit. Uh, yeah, and so. then 84th, same idea at receiver. Um, they seem to favor those, not like just. Uh, guys who run routes, crisp routes, yeah. are yeah. dominant with the release. So I have them getting Stanley Morgan Jr. from Nebraska, who's the best probably. I think if if you're asking me who the best route runner in the draft is, I'd say it's him, Riley Ridley, maybe Demarcus Lodge. Yes. So I I have them get Stanley Morgan Jr. I think he's got some Emmanuel Sanders to his game. Uh, inside out uh, fits exactly what they've been doing at receiver between like. Almost a bigger like Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin, like he's about six feet.
1: See the interesting thing uh, for the Seahawks, I, I, they might go because Pete Carroll loves the big receiver, and he's never really been able to find one except for Sidney Rice. Yeah, I was about to say that. that didn't last very long, and I mean Chris Matthews in one game. I won't say which game it was, but uh, I think we can see him, especially with a big group of receivers. We can see that as a target, especially if they trade back from twenty one and get a second round pick, or it's uh I think, like, a, a yak guy, a slot guy. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they attack the position.
0: Uh, and the experts say, DJ says Ed Oliver. I wish. Please let that happen.
1: Matt Miller says Taylor Rapp. I would not be upset. It's it's a little high for me, but I want to be upset.
0: And Uncle Mel says Chris Lindstrom.
1: Oh, I mean, it's not. I mean, I love Chris Lindstrom. Trey Back did,
0: yeah, if it's him, Trey Back.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think the interior is a desperate, desperate need for them. I agree.
0: All right, that's it for us here at 7 Rounds in Heaven. I hope you enjoyed all the special teams talk at the top. Next <laughs> week will be draft week, and we will do our final on-air mock draft of the
1: season. Uh, for every pick we get right, we got to do something. We, we'll, we'll think of something stupid to do. How about that? Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RobPaulNFL. You can follow AJ at AJMarcusKZ13. Go to armchairallamericans and read all my NFL draft coverage. Uh, lots of stuff there. I can. It's a lot it. of stuff there. I wrote one even today, so uh, and probably tomorrow and the next day and the day after. Night. What's
1: What's the one coming out tomorrow?
0: Well, I haven't written it yet. Oh, the all bargain team. <laughs> there you go. There oh there wait, go. tomorrow's today.
1: Uh, I just heard oh, yeah, t- the
0: unicorns of the draft though. Um, so uh, any last words, AJ?
1: Yeah, get off the mound, please.